Hello, spooky friends. A moment of your time, please. The Gatsion Goosebumps reviews were originally a series of YouTube videos I made from 2016 to 2019. When I started podcasting, I thought, what the hell, I'll make a podcast out of them. I won't worry about promoting the show in any way, I'll just leave them up there and maybe somebody in the year 2068 will decide to dive through them. Well, clearly I underestimated the desire for Goosebumps audio content and I'm always very surprised that there are people tuning in to listen to this every week without any sort of social media presence to alert them about the show. So, to honour all of you weirdos who, like me, enjoy hearing about inconsiderate talking dummies and shockers occurring on and around Shock Street, I am pleased to say that once I have finished uploading these pre-recorded reviews, Gatsy on Goosebumps will be continuing as a dedicated Goosebumps podcast. I won't give away too many details about the new direction of the show right now, but I do promise both thrills and chills. Thank you so much to everybody who listens to this dumb podcast every week, and uh, stay spooky, and let's get on with today's show. Beware the ghost who barks in the dark, and beware the pervert who lurks in a park. If you wish to wet your pants with fright, listen to Gatsby on Goosebumps tonight! Oh, hello, friends. It's I, the big Chungus himself, here to uh, talk about my show, Gatsy on Goosebumps, in which I read and review every single Goosebumps book from R.L. Stein's original series. Today, we are looking at Goosebumps number 54, Don't Go to Sleep. Very cool cover there. It is uh, wholly unrepresentative of what we find in the actual story, but it's uh, it's really effective, uh, like the color scheme of the cover matching the uh, purple of the... Um, of the monster's hand there. Tagline is rise and shine forever. <laughs> it's not that bad. And um, blurb reads as follows. It's a no snooze situation. Matt hates his tiny penis bedroom. Matt hates his tiny bedroom. It's so small, it's practically a closet. Still, Matt's mum refuses to let him sleep in the guest room. After all, they might have guests someday or year. Then Matt does it. Late one night, everyone's in bed. He sneaks into the guest room and falls asleep. Poor Matt. He should have listened to his mum. Because when Matt wakes up, his whole life has changed. For the worse. And every time he falls asleep, he wakes up in a new nightmare. So we've got Matt in a very sort of... I don't want to say neglected situation as the youngest child, but he does get bullied pretty relentlessly by his older brother and sister, and his mum doesn't really give a shit like she's a I think she's a single mom and she's like really hard working so I think we're meant to sympathize with her but I sympathize with Matt like he gets a tough run of it and he can't even like have a big bedroom because his mom wants to keep the guest room free in case his grandparents come over and as Matt correctly points out surely they won't mind staying in a tiny bedroom for like one night if they ever do come over regardless his act of rebellion is to sneak down one night and sleep in the guest room and that's where the fun really begins because he wakes up and he's a teenager, like he's a, he's, I don't know, like 15 or 16, and his brother and sister are younger than him. And so he has to go to high school, which is ah, a crazy nightmare. You know, he's not used to these classes. He doesn't know what's going on. Tries to explain to the principal. She doesn't believe it. Anyway, he's weirded out thoroughly. 
Thankfully, when he goes to sleep in the guest room again, uh, because his younger sister Pam is staying in what was his room, he wakes up and good news, everything is back to normal. Or so it seems. He's in the same body this time, but uh, he's an only child um, and he's in a completely different family. <sighs> so that's sort of how the process of this story works. A weird situation every day he wakes up in and then he goes to sleep in the guest room again and he wakes up and something else happens. So. The next time he wakes up in like a circus family, he has to tame a lion. The next one, he wakes up as like a monster and goes on this rampage. And throughout all these situations, he keeps running into this girl called Lacey in each of these different worlds he wakes up in, or weird timelines, whatever he wakes up in. He always runs into this girl called Lacey. And there are always these two men trying to like chase him. He doesn't know what's going on. And eventually, like when he's a monster, he's on a rampage, he's like eating cars, like he doesn't eat any people, which is good, but he's like eating cars. And um, Lacey's like, hey, I know you, We've, come on, come on, I'll protect you. And actually she leads him into a trap and it's the two other guys that like throw a net over him as the monster. Turns out the three of them are the reality police and they've got to like stop. What is the justification? You're breaking the law, Matt, she said. Every time you change, you break the laws of reality. I'm not doing it on purpose, I protested. I've never even heard of the laws of reality. I'm innocent. Lacey tried to soothe me. I know what you're not doing it on purpose, but it doesn't matter. It's happening. When you change bodies, you change what is real and what isn't real for a lot of people. If you keep changing, you'll throw the whole world into confusion. So yeah, he's causing a rift in the space-time continuum, essentially, every time he wakes up. So their solution is they're gonna give him a potion to put him to sleep permanently. I guess they can't say they're just gonna kill him, but that's what they're gonna do. Anyway, he manages to fall asleep and wake up as a squirrel, escapes the net, escapes the house, goes back to his house. Uh, his older sister Pam like keeps the squirrel as a pet, he manages to escape, and then he falls asleep in a tree branch. And then the funniest thing happens, he wakes up as like a really obese 12 year old. Um, so he like wakes up on the branch and like falls down and like he goes into his house. He's like, mom, it's me. And of course they have no idea who this kid is. So he has to wait around his own house like a creep, um, wait in the bushes till it's dark, then climb into his bedroom, his original bedroom, not the guest room, into the bedroom and fall asleep. Lo and behold, that fixes everything. Everything returns to normal. And he's like, you know what? My life, even with my tiny room and my really neglectful mother and abusive brother and sister isn't that bad. And then the cliffhanger is, <laughs> happy birthday, Matt, mum shouted. Welcome to your new room. Uh, 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 I couldn't say a word. My bed, my dresser, all my posters and books, they were all set up in the guest room. Matt, what's the matter, mum cried. This is what you said you wanted. My mouth fell open. I started to scream. It's not that bad. Like, you can just explain to your mum, oh no, I really actually like my new room. You know, you're not being compelled to sleep. She's not gonna force you to sleep in the guest room, Matt. Um, you're gonna be fine. <laughs> like, the, he's only screaming about the inconvenience of having to move all his posters and, and stuff back into his old tiny room. So I understand they have to do a cliffhanger, but you're, you're gonna be fine, Matt, don't worry. It's a fun book, it's a fun book. I like how the, the things get progressively weirder, you know, starts off just like a a different kid, then he becomes like a circus performer, then he becomes a squirrel and a monster, and then the the scene where he's the obese 12 year old trying to um, get into his, his own house where no one recognizes is pretty funny. You know, it's not particularly scary in any sense, it's more, you know, uh, the, the plot is driven by this 
uncertainty of what's going to happen next. You know, he's going to wake up, something's going to be different. We don't know how different it's going to be. And that's really effective. Again, um, really... <laughs> Really not reflective of what you see here, you know, but you can't just have a guy falling asleep and make it that scary on the front cover of your children's horror book. All in all, it's a fun romp and worth a read. That's all for this week. But please join me next time, which I discuss Goosebumps number 55, the blob that ate everyone. And no, I'm not talking about name a, a celebrity you don't like. Um, uh, but in the meantime, Thank you for watching, and please, stay spooky.